Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim, Ed, and Steve Jordahl now with us. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, everybody. Listen, um, as a lifelong Southerner, tired of these people in other parts of the country whining about the heat. <laughs> 92 degrees, my friends, is not a heat wave. <laughs> Who's who's that? Who's complaining? I don't know. I'm just complaining about stuff. 92. I'm making stuff up here, huh? Because I want to. Well, uh, no, I, I shouldn't talk about this in a way that's funny because people, some people are suffering and, and right. dying. That's sad. I'm sorry. I'm I'm speaking broadly and generally now. Yes. But I've just seen these, and you know the these these weather folks. They're craving for attention, right? So it's not uh, we're not in the middle of a winter blizzard, right? The hurricanes haven't hit our shores yet, so they got to have something to sensationalize. Yeah. So it's the heat wave that's hitting the northeast. Yes. That's what I'm talking about in particular. Now, it's in the mid mid part of the country, but they're not whining so much. But these these folks are going through the heat wave. And I look at the temperatures, and they're like 92 and 93. Right. And I'm I'm going. That's an average day in June. Right. That's the, a good day. Uh, and, that's a good day and, here and, and, and in the, July. And in, in, in July, ninety two. We're 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 saying, man, get Woo. up. We have get, a break from the heat. Get get the sweaters out, right? <laughs> uh, I I'm just saying that um, uh, when I see people complaining about ninety two, ninety three degree temperatures, as a person who's lived in that their whole right. life, that's not hot. That's yeah. Uh, okay, it is hot. That is hot, right? But that's not un- ins- that's not unbearable, right? Unbearable. A heat wave is when it gets to be over 100 degrees, ten days in a row. That's to be, that's to be a heat fair, wave. To be fair to them, we do get it in reverse from like Jan Markell when we complain about it being cold down here, and she's up there in Minneapolis going, "I don't want to hear it." Well, duly noted. I don't want to hear I, it. I, I agree with that. Hey, can I, I can I can I add a throw a story in, Steve? I, I, yeah, Steve. I don't know. Do we no. Need, can I just <laughs> this this is pretty funny. Okay, I hope this isn't one that you grabbed uh, on the way in. But Democratic Colorado Governor Jared Polis Polis celebrated Shark Week. That's this week. Uh, by did you did you no, okay? No, I haven't seen it. By sending out a fundraising email touting. The lack of shark attacks that have occur- occurred <laughs> during his Colorado. tenure as governor. <laughs> now that's that's funny. He is protecting the, the the citizens of Colorado and has during his four years from shark attacks, and he wants credit for that. Now, see, why can't we just go back to that kind of political back and forth? Right. I'm willing to that's salute funny. a Democratic right. governor for that yeah. kind of you give him kudos wit. for that. Yeah. <laughs> You guys Steve. talking about the heat there. I suppose I should bring this up. I, there's a story I'm going to get to second here that I want to make sure I get to it. But um, you talking about the heat. Rhode Island was suffering from this 90-whatever degree heat wave. Did you guys hear about this bar, a bar where the drinking establishment in Rhode Island decided it would be a good idea to tweet out something about the heat? So they got a picture of Anne Frank. You remember Anne Frank? She's the yes. young 
little teenage girl that was killed by the Nazis in World War II after writing a diary and everything about. Um, well, they put a picture of Anne Frank up there, and then they they subtitled it, It's Hotter Than an Oven Out There, and I Should Know. Uh, they should. That bar should be just closed down. Someone has to get fired for that. Yeah, uh, that that's that is so disgusting. What that bar did, they should. I don't know. I'm not for closing down small businesses. I'm just saying, people ought to just say, "Oh, we're not going to your bar for for two months." You're gonna have to. I just wonder the how, how in the world anybody would think that would be funny. I don't no. know. They've apologized for it, but oh, yeah. yeah. Next story. Well, uh, listen, that's uh, mm-hmm. a a reason why you should. You shouldn't drink. Yeah, there you go. Because they probably had a few beers and sampling thought, hey, their own, uh, guess what I think would be funny? Let's <laughs> put this up on the window. Sampling their own their own product. All right. You guys uh, heard this. Uh, we, I think we talked about this a couple days ago. Um, um, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh came out at a – he was speaking at, I believe it was a crisis pregnancy or pregnancy center dinner. And he came out and he said he was pro-life and that people should have – uh, that women should have the baby if they're in a crisis pregnancy. Save the baby. It's not the baby's fault. Have the baby. And then um, he took, uh, he started taking heat from the abortion crowd and everything. Well, he has since, I wouldn't say clarify, he's since extended those remarks. He was in an interview the other day. He didn't day, back down. Not in the least. He uh, Here he is in an interview with Gene, uh, an ESPN reporter named Gene Wojciechowski. And I want you to hear Gene asks him about those comments and listen to his answer, cut 10. What would you do if a player or a female staff member of the Michigan football team came to you and said, Coach, I respectfully disagree with your stance. Can we discuss it? Let's discuss it. Have have told them that. And uh, and it it goes even further. I mean, uh, I've told, same thing I tell my my kids, boys, the girls, same thing I tell our, our players, our staff members. Uh, you know, I would encourage them if they have, if they have a pregnancy that's, you know, wasn't planned, uh, you know, to go through with it, go through with it, you know, let that, that unborn child be born. And if at that time you, know, uh, you, you don't feel like you can care for it, you don't have the means or the wherewithal, then Sarah and I will take that baby. Any player on our team, uh, any female staff member, any staff member, or anybody in, in our family, our, our, uh, our, uh, our extended family that 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 uh, doesn't feel like after they have a baby that they can take care of for it. We got a big house. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll raise that baby. That's head football coach Jim Harbaugh of the University of Michigan. It is. That's extraordinary. I mean, let, that kind of yeah. And let me also um, praise. I don't know any of these people at all, but praise the University of Michigan administration here at least thus far, uh, a lot of schools would have fired any professor or sports coach who would have uh, spoken at a what essentially was a pro-life organization's uh, event uh, and helped raise money for them. He, I, I think he's Catholic. Yes. And obviously devoutly so because that's a teaching, a strong teaching of the Catholic Church is – Life. respect for for human life and the dignity of each human life which is christianity in general the teaching of the bible so kudos big thumbs up for 
Coach Jim Harbaugh. And, uh, you know, he didn't take that opportunity right there to slam people who have different views than he does. He said, let's discuss it. No, that's the whole The whole thing was he said, I want to have a, a, an intelligent a serious, discussion yeah. about this issue. If you disagree yeah. with me, great, let's talk about it. But then he said, Sarah, he's talking about his wife, and I will take the baby. Yeah. If, if it's going to, instead of killing the baby in an abortion, we'll take the baby and raise the baby. Which I just thought that was a mic drop moment. Yeah, right. Right there. Also huh? puts the lie to this uh, this narrative that oh, pro-lifers only care about the baby when it's in you know in the womb. Yeah. Once it's born, yeah. If you're not socialist, you don't care I'm, about the baby. I'm not a University of Michigan uh, fan, nor do I dislike the University of Michigan. Uh, fan, you know, I'm not an anti-Michigan either, but. Uh, uh, You'd be rooting for him uh, this next year. I'm rooting he, for Jim. I'm rooting, yeah. for, I'm rooting for Jim Harbaugh. I'm unless, with you too. Unless I he's playing state. Succeed. Unless he's no. playing state, right? What? Unless he's playing well, state. Well, the chances of oh, that, that's, Michigan playing Mississippi State. Well, we did play them in a bowl game. I say we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, what we, were your stats? You, you know what sports fans do? <laughs> yes. I mentioned this before. You know what sports fans do? When our team is winning, it's we. Mm-hmm. When our team is losing, it's they. Right. We change pronouns. Right. We, t- we change pronouns. <laughs> we have pronoun confusion. So, no, I went to a bowl game, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago. How'd Mississippi State do against Michigan? Beat them like a drum. Really? It was was in this the, in the Dak Prescott era? No, uh, I don't uh, It was No, it was a Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, Michigan was having a down year. Oh, okay. Michigan's usually in a New Year's Day Bowl. Yeah. University of Michigan, the Wolverines, I mean, they're one of the premier programs in America, but they were having, a, you know, a less than stellar year. Yeah. And uh, Mississippi State played them in a bowl game, so we went down there for it. But uh, but th- So the only time I ever know in the history those two schools met, we beat them like a drum. So 1-0. and Okay. 1-0 and against the Wolverines right Good. there. Look, yeah. Take that. So yeah. Mississippi State versus Michigan game. Oh, Steve, Steve's <laughs> verifying my story here. January you 1. Fact-checking me, Steve? January 1, 2011. I was right 10 years ago, 10 or 11 years ago. What was the final score, Steve? Um, 52-14. That is beating them like a drum. Yeah. That's what I'm, wow. I'm telling you. And those Michigan fans, uh, bless them, I had no – they were so sick of hearing cowbells ring. <laughs> no, they were saying so after the ball game. Uh, well, a lot of them left before the game was over, obviously, but they were they were very tired of hearing. Did cow- they not know that that was coming? I don't even know if they knew who Mississippi State 52, was. Fifty-two points. That's a lot of cowbell. To be that's fair, what I'm saying. That's cowbells yeah. ringing the whole game right there. Yeah. To be fair, I've been to a Mississippi State game, and it it is kind of easy to get get a little tired of the cowbell. Yeah, but, you know, it's funny how you get used to stuff. I don't know how we've gotten down this. We were right. talking about the University of Michigan, right? Yeah. Head yeah. coach Jim, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. When, you, when you get used to something at a uh, school, it does it, it does it, even cowbells yeah. at, at Mississippi State. When you're a fan and that's all you've grown up with, 50,000 cowbells doesn't, doesn't, doesn't phase you. Oh, but listen. you get somebody who comes who's never, ever in their life. Yeah. Yeah. Experience something like that, and it's traumatizing. <laughs> Can if, be. if I was if I was a, a fan of like Notre Dame, and we went down, and I went to the game right. in Florida State, I wouldn't want to be hearing that. Oh, oh I know. I want to oh, hear that the all Florida day. Florida State. The, yeah, I wouldn't want to hear that all. Florida State all day Atlanta either. Braves chant. Yeah, all, all, the whole game. 
Well, schools do that all the time, though, and it annoys the other school's fans. Yeah. University of Tennessee, they play Rocky Top 175 times a game. <laughs> right. uh, the band does. Yeah. I'm telling you, you know, you get tired of they're, they're opposing. Now, for the UT fans in the stands, they don't care. They, if they play. It. They yeah. love it. Play yeah. it all. Play it all game, every game. We don't yeah. care. UT, Rocky Top. And the fact that it's irritating you guys makes us love it even more. Right. <laughs> Same thing with a hotty toddy chant. Yeah. At the, at Which we can't say. On, we can't, but. We can say hotty toddy. That's the old Miss chant, but that's right. as far as we can take that. Wow. It, yeah, it gets a little on your nerves. <laughs> couple, well, word, cu- couple, 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 couple words in there that in we there. can't use on Christian radio. Go, Steve. Let's All change right. the topic. Let's talk about, Let's talk about Kamala Harris or something serious. We'll talk, we can talk about Kamala. No, we already did that. Oh. We did the Kamala Harris five minutes. Oh, okay, Give us something else. Okay. Let's talk about Monday. Unless she's done something this morning. I've not heard anything this morning. Okay. She Let's changed see. outfits probably. <laughs> Well, she might have. She well, I don't know if she changed pronouns. A yellow dress. She's, ref- you know, they, them, now pronouns. Um, and she's sound yeah. like an AA meeting or something. Does, uh, my name it? is Kamala. I'm wearing a blue dress. My pronouns are she and her. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> well, let's talk. <laughs> Welcome, Kamala. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Let's talk about, since we're doing sound of uh, politicians, President Trump was addressing the America First Policy Institute. And uh, he's got a solution for some of these. We were talking, you guys were talking earlier about the fentanyl problem and the drug right. problem here. President Trump has a solution. Cut 11. It doesn't take 15 years in court. It goes quickly. And you absolutely, you execute a drug dealer and you'll save 500 lives because they kill on average 500 people. There you go. Wow, he wants the death penalty. Death penalty for drug, for drug dealers. We wouldn't be the only company, by the way, uh, country, by the way, that does that. Who else does it? I, I think you're, the- you're you're you're. Dr- I, I would agree with him on uh, kingpins. Um, uh, like what was a guy's name in Mexico they captured? Uh, the reason is El Chapo. That- wasn't that his name? The drug there was one. Cartel. There was one named. Anyway, because he's right. He's right. They are they are killing and destroying lives by uh, selling them drugs. Right them drugs. now, anyway, uh, I I would agree with him at, on on that uh, death penalty. Yeah, the, the problem is that's never happening. No, street yeah, just yeah. Uh, that, kids out selling drugs on the streets. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah, you're not going to have state no, legislatures. No, no, no. And I don't think his – well, well, I don't what, know. What, what, why was he talking about that, Steve? Well, he was talking – well, it was America First, his PAC, or a PAC that supports him, I guess. And uh, just in the in the course of the – he's talking about the southern border. He's talking about oh, the okay. poor southern he's border. He's talking about drugs coming over the yeah. southern border? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but, but that's former President Trump. He was in the Washington, D.C. for the first time in a long time. Yeah, he also at a hotel. He also spoke for uh, it's the first time since January of two thousand. They've been there 20, in DC speaking. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Uh, first time since January twenty twenty one. We all know what happened then. Uh, no, he, what? Uh, no, I'm just. Kidding. I missed that story. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no. We can hit that at a later date. But he was talking to the Turning Point USA people too. Let's hear about this. He uh, is not a fan of the woke education. Listen to cut nine. The current educational system is so sick. That school prayer is banned. You can't teach the Bible, but you can teach children that America is evil and that men can get pregnant. 
A man can get pregnant. Can't even talk about the Bible. You would not trust these people to babysit your children for 20 minutes. And why should we then let them educate millions of American students six hours a day, year after year after year? Yeah, that's a winning argument, man. That's that is going to get. This is this is why he draws thousands of people to his rallies. Tens of thousands. Is he talks common sense, and he's not afraid to to say the things that people are saying over their dinner table. Biden has drawn his hundreds. Trump has drawn his tens of hundreds. <laughs> uh, Saul and David. I there see you that. go. Yeah, there you go. I like that. I'm reading. I'm reading for Samuel right yep. now. So. <laughs> All right, what else you got? All right, uh, can we talk about the next pandemic? Uh, they're really trying hard to gin this one up. Um, Monkeypox is is now a thing, and uh, the cases in the United States. That's is, not a Nickelodeon show. No, it's not. It's a. It's the latest <laughs> disease. <laughs> I, I it might knew, be also. I knew that it might also be a Nickelodeon yeah. show, but Monkeypox. It, the cases have exploded to nearly. 3,500 in the United States out of a country of 350 million. But, you know, I, yeah. I had you do the math this morning. What was yeah, it? I think it was one uh, ten-thousandth of a percent, something like that. Well, we'll get the masks out because we're, we're all in danger now. Well, uh, monkeypox is a disease <clears throat> that it's a virus. It is. Is that right? That uh, causes extreme rash, rash. And the rashes? Pox. Do you say rashes? Ugly. Rash and the ugly and, and the sores, poxes. open sores. Yeah. It's 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 like a what was that? It's like what? an Old Testament, you know, a biblical right. plague. Right, plague. lesions, lesions and things uh, like that. Awful. Uh, it's Look primarily it. among homosexuals right now. That's how it's being spread. Correct, right? Because it's spread by the kind of activity that they engage in. Yes, it's got the 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 contact. I'm, I'm not I'm not making a joke here, folks, and not trying to get graphic. But it's not easy to catch. No. You've got to have close contact. And so masks, to your point, which I think you were, were trying to be funny, that's not it's, – it's not – Right. It's not, air, it's not, not airbo- airborne. Not airborne like uh, COVID was in the early right. stages at right. least. Yeah. yeah so, it, um, so anyway, but I'm just thinking because – the, I, I just have this sense that the Biden administration, and I'm not, I'm not joking about this, is just anxious to get back to some kind of a crisis that they can leverage for. Well, I better not hear well, that. Gonna, I better not hear the words mail-in ballots because right. of monkeypox. Huh? All right, and and that's yeah. to your point that 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 may be what they want this to yeah. turn into. Yeah, I, for the November. I, I don't election. think it will, but. Uh, uh, all right, next story. Did Steve. you guys did you guys talk about um, the DOJ whistle, DOJ whistleblower last hour? We did not. No. Well, let's talk about that. Um, whistleblow, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, Senator Chuck Grassley has gotten some information from the Department of Justice from some whistleblowers at the Department of Justice who say, and there's several of them, and everybody says it's very credible evidence that the Justice Department knowingly tabled and discredited information about the Hunter Biden laptop days before the election in order to hide it from people who were voting because they would have voted differently had they known that uh, Hunter Biden and the big man, his dad, were involved in this kind of stuff. 
So now it's coming out that they that according to the whistleblower, according to the whistleblowers, who, who, according to Chuck Grassley, the yes. senator from Iowa. But I want you to hear. Uh, I want you to hear Katie Pavlich, who is a Fox commentator. She's talking about this. Listen to what she has to say. Cut six. It's so interesting to look at the timeline here because you remember that that the 51 intelligence officers who came out and said that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, the FBI received the laptop and the information on the laptop privately before it was out in the press. Mm -hmm. right. And instead of using that information to investigate what is on the laptop, which there's plenty of information as we know, right. they then turned around to the public and to the press to say it's Russian disinformation, which meddle, is meddling in the uh, the 2020 presidential election. Right. As people say, if they knew more about what was in Hunter Biden's laptop, they may have changed their vote. And let's not forget that Twitter censored the New York Post or anybody, mm -hmm. including uh, officials in the Trump administration, for even sharing information about this. So right. the FBI was in on the big lie that the laptop was just Russian disinformation when clearly it was not. Listen, the deep state, I know many on the left uh, would say, well, that's 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 right-wing conspiratorial talk. Uh, that's, that's nutso. No. The deep state is real. And this is a great evidence of the existence of the deep state. And by deep state, I'm talking about entrenched... Uh, Prime, uh, almost exclusively Democratic operatives and officials and employees of three-letter agencies uh, some uh, who who hated Donald Trump okay yep. for for re for other reasons but they they desperately wanted him out and they desperately wanted they, Biden to win right. the presidential election so that doesn't surprise me listen. These 50 uh, officials who came out w without even knowing what was on that laptop of Hunter Biden's right. and declared it Russian, Russian misinformation, they didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know that. They just wanted that we got to beat Trump. And if it means I got to put my name on something, calling it Russian disinformation, even though I don't know that it is, because I don't know what's on the laptop. Yeah. Then, then uh, they could have just said, we don't know what's on the laptop. Ask the FBI. No, they said... We know it's Russian disinformation, and therefore... And they actually knew it wasn't. Right, right. So that's deep state. Yeah. That's deep state right there. They're willing to use their uh, the careers and established credentials to go against, especially conservatives, yep. and in this case, Donald Trump. And they don't care whether what they know is... is you know what's most disheartening about this story? Okay. I, I, I obviously agree with all, all that you guys are saying about this is that nothing's ever going to happen to these people like these 51 uh, intelligence officials. Do we, do we know who they were? Did they, yeah. We, their we, names are out yeah. there. They signed, are, a, they signed an open letter. Yeah. Nothing is ever going to happen to them. There they is, don't even have to apologize. There right? is a story going around that if president Trump gets into office, that he is going to fire thousands of I'm talking people. about, I'm talking about career legally. I'm talking about the Legally, fact yeah. That, yeah. That, that there has to be some. But I, I don't you know. Can maybe fire them. Maybe, well, we'll maybe start lying by we'll start a, by seeing if anything happens. Investigating Hunter Biden's international business deals and yeah. and whether or not uh, his dad, uh, then Vice President Biden, was uh, involved I, in that. I don't know if there's any criminal charges that could be filed against right. these people, but that's well, what's I, disheartening listen, to me is these uh, people lie look, and 
misused the government and nothing ever happens. Look at the way Hillary Clinton got off. Right. Okay. She was using a, a, a State Department uh, server in her located in her bathroom at her house to avoid oversight by the Yes. And nothing ever happened to her. Exactly. The FBI let her off. I'm disheartened about that too, Tim. Yeah. Well, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a great uh, rest of your day.